0: I read a short story last week that was about emptiness and love. And in that funny thing that happens sometimes, three different people wrote to me within about a 24 hour period about emptiness and love. And I think a lot of us are thinking about those things right now. There's this harsh, empty, loveless feeling that keeps swooping into consciousness just for a sec during this quarantine period of our lives. But it's sounding the alarm that something huge might be missing from our lives. And like this one woman said, I know you'll think I'm crazy for holding on to the hope that some big love is going to come into my life and save me. Well, a lot of people might say, yeah, that's crazy, and they'd have some platitude about loving yourself or something, but I won't. I'm Anna Runkle, also known as the Crappy Childhood Fairy, and I teach people how to heal from the effects of trauma during childhood. And one of the harshest effects of early trauma is the injury to our ability to connect with other people. It's like a chronic feeling that love can't get in or a scared reaction when love does show up or a set of defenses that block love from ever showing up at all. And as hard as it is to be staying at home right now with all the fears about money and safety and the future that this triggers, we we actually have an incredible opportunity at the moment to go ahead and, I can't believe I'm saying this, experience that empty feeling And I mean, normally there's a lot to distract us from it, whatever it was for you, shopping, vacation plans, work goals, dating apps, weed, meds, money, whatever made you feel like happiness was just around the corner for you. But with all those distractions diminished right now, what we're left with is all the crap that was under the rug, everything we put there, what all these letters I'm getting are about, that emptiness we're feeling, the instinctive knowledge that we are incomplete in a tragic way because we haven't fully experienced love. Now, nothing could be more important, by the way, just in case you're still beating yourself up and calling yourself crazy. I know I'm always saying how critical it is to face reality, to not get stuck in blame and fantasy that completely gives away the control of your own happiness because that's fatal to your progress. But real love is not a fantasy. The fact that you long for it is natural and right and needs to be listened to. And that's why I'm saying that the emptiness you feel during this lockdown is trying to tell you something. It's a gift. We all need the courage to accept this gift, which means facing that emptiness for now and letting the tears come if you have to and letting the awareness come too that you've been suppressing about the nature of your loneliness. Not so much where it came from, we know that. But why really is it happening now? And what would it take to free yourself to change and heal so that you could in increasing ways open yourself to love? And with childhood PTSD, it's so common to feel, especially after an experience of loss, like we're outside of love, like other people are in this world of goodness, but we're stuck outside the gates like orphans. But remember, you can't be exiled from your own experience. Alone is always where we start, but our healing from all the false ideas that trauma taught us can bring us forward into being inside, in love, inside it. And by that I mean feeling it, sharing it, knowing it, having the highest experience of it that people can have, at least for a little bit in your life. It's that full experience of love that everyone is longing for And it's not really a thing you do or you that you get it's a state of consciousness that you go into and i think this is why it feels like a walled city when you're on the outside of it trauma or no trauma it can be hard to come in from that place but it's the place to aim and it's worth fighting for so I think before too long, this lockdown will end. And I don't know about you, but I wanna face everything that isolation has been teaching me because I have so much I wanna learn and become. And normally I'm making videos and programs about practical changes to make life full, right? And I've got a bunch of new videos and a new program lined up and that's coming out soon. But today, while this worldwide isolation is still weighing heavily on us, I wanted to make this one special video about not the fullness of life but the emptiness especially now when so many people are feeling like it's too much to bear and they want to escape it or control it somehow but what if you just let it happen with all the dignity within yourself and the safety of knowing that the isolation is going to pass and the distractions will return with full force very soon and you can hide in them if you want. But what if just for today you just faced it this emptiness this space in you where childhood trauma stole your your natural ability ability your instinctive knowledge of how to love and even though you've created a lot of good in your life it drove you toward the sorrow and the regrets that are haunting you right now i have great news there's still time and This is what I wanted to say to the people who wrote me and I want to shine a light on a few myths that need to be set straight so that even as we take practical common sense steps to heal our lives, we aim not at being just commendable or reasonable or appropriate, but at being fulfilled and at reaching the place that we're longing for, that we were born to find, okay? So first is real love is not a transaction and it can't be negotiated or demanded of anyone. What you didn't get as a child is gone and it can't be replaced by humans but real love is still here and what shows up in your life is a gift to you from something far more powerful than yourself and the reason this longing for love won't go away is because you're made for it and the reason it's so liberating when it happens is because for once you don't have to be a genius and work hard and make something happen it just arrives in our hearts one day As naturally as hunger or sleep but it's not cyclical like that it's a transition a maturation something more like puberty really and it takes over and you change whether you want to or not but it's not coming merely from the body and we don't seem to be able to choose whether it begins we can choose a lot of things including many forms of love like duty and service and being part of a family and taking care of other people And those can go a long way toward healing that emptiness but that big love that's signaling itself through the emptiness you feel is not something that you can make happen it's more like it's making something happen through you and they're good things even though it can make things pretty messy but good things that ultimately benefit you and the other person and perhaps everyone now you can screw it up definitely you can distort it and try to turn it back into some kind of negotiation Or get obsessed on it or destroy it even because everything good in life can be abused and if you have childhood ptsd you've already absorbed way more than your share of that but you can't remove real love out of existence so long as it's flowing through you it may be inconvenient or terrifying but when it's happening even with all the emotional overreactions of cptsd all you can really do is your best and you just try to be honorable you don't be a jerk You don't act like an entitled little baby or you don't pull emotional blackmail moves, right? We just have to do our best, even when we don't know where it's going. Even if it usually turns out that you don't get what you would have wanted, there's a way to go through it that deepens you and makes you stronger. You've been conscripted into the greatest project of all time, which is to bring more love into the world and there is no greater good. So let yourself be part of it. Second, I say this to a lot of women and men I've coached you get to want love to turn out the way you want it to turn out now just because everything in your life so far was a disappointment doesn't mean you can protect your heart by setting your sights way low down here if you're going to struggle with love struggle for what you really want and you want the real thing trust me the real thing When I ask people what they really want and they say oh, um, a life partner or they say "Um, a long-term relationship or companion or they talk about getting needs met and things like that. Don't set your aim at what you think you'll likely have to settle for. Set your aim for what you want and what you want is the one. You'll have plenty of chances later to lose that person or to never find them or to settle for number two or three or four. There's no guarantees here, but I'm telling you, get clear what you really want and wear it with pride. Don't act cool about it. Don't crap fit. You know that word, I have a whole video about it. You get so good at fitting yourself to crap when you're a kid that you you can't stop. You take a crappy person or a situation and in your mind you make it okay. You think, oh, I can make this work. Don't make it work. Don't try to hedge your bets and pretend you're okay with whatever or you're going to get whatever. You've been getting whatever all of your life and that empty space inside of you, it's made of whatever, okay? The only version of you that anyone's going to fall in love with, with real love, is the real you. And if your childhood PTSD is mucking that up with a lot of defenses and fear and anger and grabbiness, then healing is very likely going to be a very big asset for you. And you might need to heal first a little bit. And in that case, you are exactly on the right channel. (laughs) And finally, the third thing, and heads up, I got to talk about God here. And if you're not into that, I invite you to just adapt what I'm saying to what makes sense to you. But don't let anybody tell you that the idea of perfect love is crazy. It is the most real thing there is, actually. It's how we're shown spiritual reality. And it's an experience of seeing through God's eyes, if only for a little bit, right? So, so that we can know... The truth of our oneness with all things that's the place where we want to be that's where we truly live we're there all the time even though we'll almost never be conscious of it a trauma can tear us out of knowing this ever but it can't actually take it away it can't change what is our home you're part of it and through your love of another person if you can keep healing and open up to it you can experience it that oneness that's the thing you're craving, oneness. Now, maybe you've experienced this. It's not a trick played by chemistry. It's it's your awakening. And it's an intense spiritual experience for anyone. And if you have that trauma in your past, your attachment issues can kick in and you'll want to like grab hold and stop the fear. And unfortunately, this can take you right out of that experience. And it doesn't always work out like you'd hoped, but whatever you do, even if you screw it up, It expands you and it raises you up into who you really are. Now I get letters from people and they say, Oh, but you don't realize I'm almost 40 or I'm 51 or I'm 67 or I'm 75. Here's what I learned from my friend Gladys who found her great love at age 80 just a few years before she died. There's still time. And for all you know, the greatest love you could possibly know may still lie ahead of you, especially if you keep healing from what happened in the past. And that longing you feel when you're lonely, especially now, has a message for you that it's real and it's pointing the way toward your home. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.